Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for June 9th, 2022. And so I need to say two things right up front, right? Number one, my daughter Alyssa just had a baby last night. So this is grandbaby number two. So we have little Liddy, Lily Jones entered into the world uh, yesterday. And so I thank God for that. I pray that you rejoice with me over that. I'm super happy. I know my friend Jay just had a grandbaby and he's all super happy. And so be it, somebody said, if I knew being a grandparent was this good, I would have done that first. Well, anyway, that's a joke. All right. So the other thing I want to share with you is uh, not in my notes, but I just want to share this up front as we get ready for the word is um, when I was thinking about today's word and what I'm about to teach you from the, gra- the grace of God and how the grace of God will empower you to do what you can never do without God. A friend of mine was when we were talking. He said, man, Rick, I think you're, you're the hardest working, non-working man I know. And I know what he was talking about, but I shared that with a friend of mine. And when I did, she was like, what does that mean? Well, what he meant was I'm the hardest working person that's not working. Like I'm not taking on the pressure to perform. And so if you give yourself over to God and put your life in his hands and you yield to the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to work through you, you will work harder than you've ever worked in your life. But then again, it won't be you doing it. It will be the grace of God flowing through you. So we're talking about grace. We're talking about faith. We're talking about the Holy Spirit. Get ready to receive the word. All right, so let's get into it. Listen, let me just say this. If you missed yesterday's message, I went back and um, and listened to the part that I did about history and destiny. Man, you should go check that out. That message was good. Anyway, so God's Grace and Our Faith, part 31, and the title of today's message is Holy Spirit-Led, Grace-Based Living. Holy Spirit-Led, Grace-Based Living. I have a lot to share with you in this morning. John 1 and 14, the Bible says, Uh, The word became flesh and he dwelt among us and we were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, full of grace and truth. John 1 and 17 says the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. And we've been looking at Galatians 5 and 17 for days. Today, we're going to look at Galatians chapter 5 and verse 18. Let me give it to you from four translations. You know me, I like to teach. So this is what the Bible says in Galatians 5 and 18, the easy to read version. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. I'm going to leave that right there. New living. But when you are directed by the spirit, you are not under the obligation to the law of Moses. Wow. That's pretty straightforward. The passion translation. But when you are brought into the full freedom of the spirit of grace, you will no longer be living under the domination of the law but soaring above it. Wow. Amplified Bible. But if you are guided and led by the spirit, you are not subject to the law. Mm. What does this mean for you today? I have four things to share with you in this morning. You know, I'm a teacher. I got to teach this thing. And I I believe this is going to be a blessing to you. I need you to rid your heart and your mind of all distractions and get ready to receive. Number one, as as a new covenant believer, spirit-led believer, you are no longer under the obligation of the law of Moses. 
I, I didn't say that. The, the Bible says that. Put that in the chat. Say, I'm no longer under the law. Uh, say, say, I'm Holy Spirit led. If you're Holy Spirit led, the Bible says you're no, you're no longer under the law. And so I just read it for you in four different translations. The Bible says in no unclear terms that once you're led by the Holy Spirit, meaning I'm born again, I have God's spirit in me, I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to lead me and guide me in all things, then at that point, the Bible says, not me, you are no longer under the law of Moses. You're no longer under the obligation, the Bible says, to the law of Moses. Now, these are not my words. These are God's words penned by the apostle Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit. Now, you can argue against it. You can reject what the Bible says, you, even though it says it in plain English. You could be upset. Maybe what I just said goes up against everything you learned in Sunday school and all of that. I got it. I understand. You could be mad. and You can even be mad at me if you want. But at the end of the day, what you can't do is change what the Bible says. You can't change Galatians 5 and 18. Galatians 5 and 18 says you're not under the law point blank period. Now, you could, you know, it is what it is. Now, what does that mean, Brother Pena? Okay, I'm teaching you this. I'm teaching you what it means. It doesn't mean that you're free to sin. I mean, come on, now I've been teaching this. No, that it doesn't mean that. So if that's what you're thinking, you, your thinking is off. It doesn't mean that, but it does mean a few things. All right, so he, here we go. Number two, the Holy Spirit is the key to living like Jesus in this world. So the Holy Spirit is the key. Put this in the chat. The Holy Spirit is the key to my life. He is the key to my life. So now I'm being led by the Holy Spirit in all things at all times. In this series, we learn that the law of Moses was given as a tutor, right? The law of Moses was given like as a guardian or a babysitter. That was Galatians chapter three and verse 24. And we learned that and we learned that this tutor or this babysitter or this guardian was given until the promise came. That promise was Jesus. And that once Jesus came, we no longer needed the tutor or the guardian or the babysitter. So Jesus ushered us into a new covenant. And now under this new covenant, the heavenly father, our heavenly father himself, in the form of the Holy Spirit, he lives down inside of us. And so now that the Holy Spirit is living inside of me, I'm not focused on external laws. I'm focused on the internal leading of the Holy Spirit. This is how we get to live because of the Holy Spirit I get to live like Jesus lived. Because of the Holy Spirit, I get to be a human conduit of the divine. So, so honestly, when I was living rules-based and performance-based, I never saw myself as a human conduit of the divine. When I was living rules-based or performance-based, I never saw myself as Jesus is, so am I in this world. No, but now that the Holy Spirit is living in me and the Holy Spirit is the key to my life, now, watch this, when people come in contact with me, they come in contact with God. And so now people come in contact with me and they have these supernatural spiritual experiences and they go, wow, Rick, oh man, thank you so much. And I'm like, it wasn't even me. It was the Holy Spirit in me. See, once we're born again, everything in God's realm is natural to us. And so put this in the chat. The supernatural is natural to me. Now, once I'm born again and I'm born from above, heaven is my home, the supernatural is natural to me. But for that to happen, for the supernatural to be natural to me, and like I shared with you yesterday, for God's norms to be your new normal, right? For God's norms to be your new normal, you have to, be, first of all, fill your heart with the word of God. And then second of all, you got to learn how to be led by the Holy Spirit. You got to learn to discern the divine impulses of the Holy Spirit. Because if you don't, if you fight 
the leading of the Holy Spirit, which is what we studied for the last few days from Galatians 5 and 17. If you fight against it, and, and there's this war between what the Holy Spirit is saying and your flesh. Your own nature wants to go this way, and the Holy Spirit wants to go this way. And if you fight against the Holy Spirit, you run the risk of never becoming the man or the woman that God calls you to be. So, so if you fight the leading of the Holy Spirit, let me say it this way. You will be new in the Spirit, but you will not be new in practice. So you will be new in the Spirit, but when people come in contact with you, you say you got saved, you say you got born again, you say you changed, but your audio don't match a video. And so when people look at you, they're still seeing the same person. You're still acting the same way. And you tell me you move, but I keep finding you at your old address. And it's because you're fighting against the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so you are new. You're in the kingdom. Second Corinthians 5 and 17. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Hallelujah. But no, but we can't see the newness because you don't know how to live like the new reality that you have. Even though the supernatural is natural to you in the spirit, God's norms haven't become your normal yet because God, you, you haven't learned how to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit and you haven't been taught the word of God and you haven't changed. And so, so, so yes, you're, you're new in the spirit, but you're not new in practice. And this is why people say, oh, the Bible's full of hypocrites. No. The, uh, I mean, the church is full of hypocrites. No, the church is full of people that are works in progress. That's what it is. And so these are people that, that you know, they're just a work in progress. All of us are. And so it's not that they're being hypocritical. Honestly, mo uh, most people, they want to do right. And, 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 and just like what Paul said in, in Romans chapter 7, verses 14 through 25, for to will to do good is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find out, but that which I hate that do I. And, and the more that I do it, the more I, I consent unto the law that it is good. And Paul said, oh, wretched man that I am. He was like, man, I got this war going on. I, I, I tell people, don't do, hey, don't do that. I'm a Christian now. I don't, you shouldn't do that. And then later on, I wind up doing the same thing I told them not to do. And it's like, man, I feel bad. I feel hypocritical. I hate it. I hate the fact that my audio don't match my video. I hate the fact that I'm not doing, I'm not living what I'm saying. But, but there's this internal war. There's this struggle going on. And you got to win that war. How do you win it? By getting the word of God down in your heart, by being led by the Holy Spirit, by surrounding yourself with a great cloud of witnesses, by being part of a great church, by having a community of believers, by having a support system, by having people around you that are going to tell you when you're, when you're wrong and when you need to make changes. All of this is important. You got to surround yourself with people of light, precious faith. And the church said, amen. Number three, in this series, I've provided to you a, a few macro views of the Bible. And I like to do that from time to time because sometimes we got to zoom out, see the big picture, and then we can zoom back in, right? And I've done that a few times already in this series, but I'm going to do it one more time. Let me give you in this macro view, and then we'll close out with the fourth and final point. You ready? All right, macro view one more time. Here we go. You ready? God created Adam in his image. He placed his spirit down inside of Adam. Adam was given divine power and authority over this planet, kingdom, dominion, power, and authority. Adam was, was placed on this planet to be the ruler of this planet. And so he was, Adam was created. God created creation. And then God created, so creation, like the, the, the earth and the, and the, the stars and the trees and all of that, the sea. And then God created the creatures that are part of creation. And then God created us. And we're like creators. We're the only beings on this planet that make stuff. We're the only beings on this planet that have like manufacturing centers and 
and warehouses and all that. We make stuff. So we God created creators to be like him, creative on this planet to rule and to dominate everything that he created. And so to ensure that Adam had the freedom to make his own decisions, God only gave Adam one rule. Say one rule. God only gave Adam one rule. And once God gave Adam one rule, then that made Adam a free moral agent. So Adam was had the ability to choose to obey or disobey God. And guess what? He only had one rule and he broke it. And so he used that right to disobey God. He had the authority and the right and the freedom to disobey God if he wanted to. And he used that right to disobey God. He broke the one rule that he was given. And as a result, sin and death were entered, uh, entered into the world, sin and death. And so this is Satan's dynamic duo, sin and death entered the world. Um, you can put that in the chat. Sin and death entered the world. Later, Jesus came to deal with sin and death. And so, so now Adam was kicked out of the garden. And then because of Adam, every human being born after Adam was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. So billions and billions and billions of people were made sinners because of one man. That's what Romans says, because of one man. Sin entered the world and death reigned because of one sin. Uh, death reigned through sin because of one man. So then we fast forward to Abraham. God decided to, to bless this man, Abraham. It was all grace. It had nothing to do with Abraham's performance or what he did. God said, I will bless you and make your name great. I will make of you a great nation. I will. So he said, like, this is what I chose to do, right? And Abraham didn't have any rules. He had no rules to break. Because if, if God had given Abraham any rules, even if God gave Abraham one rule, he would have broken. God gave Abraham no rules. And so since he didn't have any rules, he didn't have any rules to break. And since we're all born uh, because of the nature of Adam, we're just like born rule breakers. I've taught you this before. You don't have to, my, my, my granddaughter was born yesterday, you know, Lily Jones. But little Lily, we're going to have to teach her to do right. We're not going to have to teach her to do wrong. You know what you don't have to teach a baby to do? To lie. You know, baby knocks something over. <gasps> Did you do that? Mm -hmm. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> you don't have to teach a baby to lie. You don't have to teach a baby to say no. I don't, they just, they're born that way. I mean, like, so we're born that way. And so we have to teach them to, to do right, not to do wrong. This is why we need to be, we were born that way, which is why we need to be born again. We're born rule breakers. So 430 years past Abraham, forget Abraham now. 430 years later, past Abraham, God gave the law. The law was introduced through Moses. There were 10 commandments written on tablets of stone and 603 more commandments that were also given in Leviticus. So these rules were not designed to make men right. Come on now. You can't, I can't make you right by giving you rules. I give you rules only to show you how wrong you are. So rules can't make you right. Rules show you when you're wrong. So the only way you can know when someone is wrong is if they have rules and, and they broke the rules. And so now we were rule breakers and the rules were designed to prove to man mankind that we needed a savior. Well, that savior came, his name is Jesus. And Jesus came to deliver us out of everything that Adam got us into. Jesus restored us to the fellowship and the intimacy that Adam had with God in the garden of Eden. So Adam walked with God in the cool of the day, God walked with him. So the Old Testament when they were like visiting the Holy Spirit in the Ark oh, above the Bema Seat of the Ark of the Covenant once a year in the Holy of Holies. No, that's not what Adam had. Jesus came to restore us all the way back to that. So now Jesus is a picture, not just for us. He is a picture of us. And Jesus walked around being led by the Holy Spirit. Adam was not focused on rules. 
He was focused on the Holy Spirit. He broke the one rule he had. Jesus was not focused on rules. Jesus was being led by the Holy Spirit. And so Adam and Jesus, Adam before the fall and Jesus in his life are an example of what we're supposed to, you know, how we're supposed to live. We live by revelation, walking with God, not performance-based. Adam before the fall and Jesus didn't live performance-based. They, they didn't live rules-based. They lived Holy Spirit-based. They lived grace-based. And this is how we're supposed to live today. So the Bible tells us, I just read it for you, that if we're led by the Holy Spirit, we're not under the bondage associated with the law of Moses. Now, you could be upset about it, but you can't change it. Let me read it for you again, Galatians 5 and 18. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under the obligation to the law of Moses. That's about as plain as the Apostle Paul can make it. And so now, once you're born again and you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you're free. You're free to live like Adam lived before the fall. You're free to live like Jesus lived when he was on this planet. And you can now be led of the Holy Spirit in all things at all times. And this is how we're supposed to live. Now, it's the gospel, right? It's the gospel of grace. I don't know why, but religious people fight it. I got people that hit me up all the time in my direct messages on Facebook or whatever. And and they go, yeah, Rick, but what about? <laughs> yeah, Rick, but what about? Okay, look, look, at the end of the day, I'm not interested in trying to convert one type of Christian to another type of Christian, <laughs> right? I'm not here to try to, if you're born again, you're born again. I'm interested in getting the world converted. Now, what I am called to do, though, is to minister to Christians that are religious and that are rules-based and that are living beneath God's best and teach them what the Bible says so that they can embrace the grace of God and be free to live as the best version of themselves, which is the men and women that God called them to be from the foundations of the world. So when, when at the end of the day, you will never become the man or the woman that God called you to be without the grace of God. You will never become who it is that God has called you to be until you stop being religious and you stop until you stop focusing on laws and rules and be led by the Holy Spirit in all things at all times. I, it is what it is. Like, I'm just putting that out there. You, I'm teaching the grace life because I am convinced that this is how we're supposed to live. All right, so number four and finally, last point for today. You may not be under the law of Moses, but like I shared with you yesterday, you got to win that war within. You got to win that internal conflict. So if you want the victory that comes with Jesus, Jesus already provided the victory. And if you want to walk in the victory that Jesus has already provided, you have to win the internal conflict between being led by the Holy Spirit and the lust of the flesh. So today we've been looking at Galatians 5 and 18, but for this point, we got to go back to Galatians 5 and 17. This is what we looked at Galatians 5 and 17 for days. Let me read it again to you this morning. The Bible says the sinful nature wants to do evil. <laughs> I could just stop right there. Like your old self just wants to do bad stuff, right? Which is just the opposite of what the Holy Spirit wants. And the Holy Spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. Put this in the chat. I win the war within. You got you to speak this over your life. You got to say, I win the war within. I'm going to win this internal conflict. The Bible says these two forces are constantly fighting each other so that you are not free to carry out good intentions. So if you are constantly fighting with yourself, if you're constantly having a battle with yourself, I, I love uh, Bishop Noel Jones. Bishop Noel Jones is so animated when he preaches. And, and, and Bishop Noel Jones talked about 
um, sleeping with the enemy. He said, well, he said, even when you, when you're sleeping with yourself, you're sleeping with the enemy. He said, I can be by myself. <gasps> you know, I, he, he's so animated, but he says that basically I, when I'm by myself, I'm sleeping with the enemy because there's a, there's an enemy inside of me. He's, he preached a message one time talking about the enemy, <laughs> enemy, and there's this enemy, enemy. And he, he quoted from Romans chapter seven, verses 14 through 25. He says, for to will to do good with pre is present with me, <laughs> but how to perform that which is good, I find not. <laughs> but that which I hate, that do I. <laughs> and then he said, I consent unto the law. The more that I do it, the more that I consent unto the law that is good. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? But in Romans eight, it goes on to say, there is therefore now no content condemnation to those of us who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit for the, the, the spirit, you know, gives us life in Christ. So the only way we can embrace the fullness of the assignment that God has called us to walk in is to embrace the full weight of God's grace and the full weight of God's anointing, right? So without the grace of God, you can't do it. So let me be clear about this. You can be born again and live a fruitless, powerless, defeated and ineffective life. You could be born again, filled with the Holy Ghost and your life be fruitless. You could be born again, filled with the Holy Ghost and your life be powerless because you are trying to do it in your own strength. And God never called you to do it in your own strength. The fact that we're under the new covenant, the fact that the covenant has changed, doesn't mean that human nature changed. Listen, there were there were lazy people in the Old Testament, under the Old Covenant. So under the Old System, there were lazy people. And guess what? There's lazy people under the New Covenant. There were people who failed to make the most of the one life God gave them under the Old Covenant. And there are people under the New Covenant that with the grace of God, with the Holy Spirit, with the Word of God, with all of that, with all the Word that we teach you, people still fail to appropriate the grace of God. So I would venture to say that today is actually worse. Because under the new covenant, God has given you a spirit. Under the old covenant, they didn't have the Holy Spirit on the inside. So I think it's worse for you to be filled with the Holy Ghost, for you to have this grace to do what, what you could never do without God, and then many people still waste that grace. There are people that don't do anything with what God has called them to do. They even know. I mean, I, I know people that know what they're called to do. They'll tell me, hey, God wants me to do this. It was prophesied over me when I was five. My uncle, my uncle is a pastor and, and, you know, they've been telling me all my life that I'm supposed to do this. And yeah, I, I kind of know I'm supposed to do it, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> and so some people know what they're called to do and they don't do it. They, they are either too lazy or too selfish. Listen, you can be born again and filled with the Holy Ghost and be lazy. You can be born again, filled with the Holy Ghost and be selfish. And so if you are lazy or selfish, you're not going to fulfill your divine assignment. And grace is just like grace is not a license to sin. Grace is not a license for laziness. And some people are like, oh, it's the grace of God. So I'm just going to sit back and let God do it. No, 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 no. Grace is not a license for laziness. When you embrace the grace of God, look at me. You will work harder than you've ever worked in your life, but it won't be you doing it. It will be the grace of God doing it through you. So, so if you want to live this life that God has called you to live, you submit to the Holy Spirit, you will live an amazing life because A, it will be the life that God destined for you to live. And B, it won't be you doing it. It will be the grace of God operating through you. It will be the Holy Spirit flowing through you to do 
what you could never do without God. As I close, let me be clear about something. Look at me. You cannot do what God called you to do. Let me say that again real slow for the people in the back. You cannot do what God called you to do in, in, in your own strength, your own power, your own ability, your own might. No, you can't do it. You should not rely on self-righteousness or self-effort or human effort. You're not good enough. Your, your effort would never be good enough to measure up to the size of the call. So at the end of the day, the only way for you to become the man or the woman that God called you to be is to embrace the grace of God. The only way is for you to win the war within, yield to the Holy Spirit, allow the Holy Spirit to live through you. And once he's living through you, it's the Father who lives in me, John 14 and 10. He gives me the words. He performs the work. Once you get to that point where it's the Father living in me and he's flowing through me, he's giving me insight, wisdom, revelation, knowledge, and understanding. He's giving me downloads. Oh, wow. I'm giving wisdom from above that exceeds my education and experience. He's opening doors for me that no man can close. He's closing doors for me that no man can open. He's, he's a shield before me. Glory to God. The favor of God is going before me. He's doing things for me that I can never do. Listen, when you live like that, the grace life, the grace of God, my total reliance is on him. My trust is in him. I'm leaning on him. My life is not about me. I'm not a self-made man. I didn't pull myself up by my own bootstraps. Without God, I can do nothing. And no, no, it's not about the power of me. The power of me is nothing. I can do nothing without the Father. But with God, I can do all things. The grace of God is on me and in me and with me and for me. And because I'm in God and I'm dead to self and I've yielded to him and the Holy Spirit lives in me and God is flowing through me, there's nothing I can't do. Because at that point, I am unstoppable. When God is speaking through me, living through me, and I'm yielded to him and he's the one doing all the work, then Stopping me would mean stopping God and God cannot be stopped. And so now I'm yielded to him so I can live this unstoppable, amazing, immeasurable life. It's the life that God called me to live. It's the grace life. Say amen to that. My, my prayer for you is that you win this internal conflict. My prayer for you is that you allow the Holy Spirit to live through you so that you can live this life that, that far exceeds your wildest imaginations. Do you know what it's called? It's called the grace life. And it's how we're supposed to live. Let's close this message out. Uh, put this in the chat before I do. Put in the chat, I live the grace life. Just speak that over your life. Say, I live the grace life. And let's close this message out. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your grace and my requirement to live by faith. As I'm led by your spirit, you live inside of me in the form of the Holy Spirit. This means that I am a God carrier. Therefore, my focus is no longer on external rules. My focus is on the internal leading of your spirit at all times, in all things. I say what you tell me to say. I go where you want me to go. And I do what you want me to do when I get there. You lead me to do things that exceed my power, ability, and strength. And because you're leading me, I know I can do it. Without you, I am nothing. With you, I can do all things. So I boldly declare that I am led by your spirit I obey whatever you tell me to do. And as a result, you change the world 
through me every day. You do through me what I could never do without you. This is why I keep saying, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, shouldn't you want my notes? You get my notes for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big, big red subscribe button, uh, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, if this message was a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat. I like to read those comments. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. Have an amazing Thursday enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit, I'm addressing things uh, as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.